The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much, maybe it's just you're not enough for me. I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Della Tour, and this week's story isn't just a story, it's a game too. How would you answer the question, what's the worst sex you ever had? If you celebrate Christmas, this is the week for you. If you normally listen to this podcast, you know around this time of year, I talk about my fetish for Santa. Oh, Santa is so hot. But something special happened this week, and I want to tell you all about it. You can probably hear in my voice that I'm sick. And I had a very scary moment where I thought I was going to not be able to attend a holiday party this past weekend. If you've heard me talk in the past about my friend Ouchie the Clown, he was somebody who I adored. He changed my life in so many ways and was the most wonderful guide to all things kinky and sexy way, way back when for me. Well, it's been two years since he passed and we finally got to celebrate his big memorial, the one he planned as he died. This party was paid for by him and thrown by him, and I really did not want to miss it. This opportunity to come together with people who've been waiting so long to tell stories and to do his favorite weird things. I started getting sick a few days before the party, but I'd been working for numerous weeks before that because one of the things he requested was a bespoke body storytelling. It wasn't particularly body. It was people who'd been a big part of his life who wanted to share their personal stories about Ouchie. And so I worked with five storytellers and helped them to get on stage. One of them had never done storytelling before. No, actually, two of them had never done storytelling before, and they were terrified. I wanted to tell my own story about Ouchie, but... On Wednesday before the memorial, I came down with something. I knew that there was going to be rigorous COVID testing, and I was not going to get in that party if it was COVID, and I was pretty scared for a bit. I did not want to miss that party. Of course, I didn't want COVID, but I did not want to miss that party. I had multiple tests, not just home tests. I went and got professional tests, and everything pointed to a bad cold. I've had laryngitis till today, so uh, a bad cold can affect your podcasting career, apparently, too. But not COVID. That meant that I could go to the party. I didn't really feel very good, but I was not going to be stopped. So this past weekend, we had this huge celebration. 
at a very cool warehouse. It had a homemade stage that scared the living shit out of me. It had a smash truck, a box truck with lots of TVs and stereos and glass things that you could hit with a mallet. And it had a plexiglass window on the back gate so that it played punk rock music while you beat shit up. That's been a staple of our parties for a long time. There was his homemade recipes, his family recipes for gumbo, homemade tacos, there was sushi, all his favorite foods. And at a certain point in the evening, we did a stage show. We had professional clowns Fufu Ha started off. We had a raffle as his widow wanted to get rid of a few things and send them out to his friends instead of making her house sad. There was nobody like Algie. And she needed to share his brilliance and his belongings with his friends. I felt amazed that I made the cut, just like I did when I was invited to his funeral, because he was an internet famous porn clown. He'd really blown up in the early days of the internet. And there were so many people who loved him, who held him close. And only so many people could go. So the space was limited. But luckily I had a job and that makes me happy. I could curate an evening of stories about Ouchie. And if you want to hear my story, there are professional recordings. There's also photography, but none of that stuff has been made available to the people who attended yet. So I wrote out my story. And if you'd like to see it, you can go to Patreon. You don't have to be a Patreon member to read it. And there's a great picture of me and Alchi playing around in the pink room at Kinky Salon. I ran into him at kink and sex events so many times. And luckily somebody got a gorgeous picture of the two of us fooling around in the sex room. So if you wanna read the story or you wanna see the photo, it's on Patreon. You don't need to log in and you don't need to be a member. I'm so thrilled that I got to say goodbye to Algie. I mean, it's so important now more than ever to be able to convey what people meant to us because we're losing so many of our heroes and we can't tell them face to face because of COVID, especially with Omicron coming in and making it even harder than ever. I am sick as a dog right now. I'm so glad my voice came back because I was worried about producing this episode, but it's my chance to tell you how much you mean to me. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for writing me emails and reviews and making me feel so loved during one of the hardest years of my life. 2021 has been a, am I, well, I almost said, can I say that? But it's body storytelling. I can say that. It's been a terrible year. Fuck 2021. And I hope you enjoy my story about how Ouchie came into my life and all he meant to me. Let me know what you think, okay? Good health starts with good habits. As the new year approaches, you might find yourself changing up your dental care and brushing routine because your smiling face is going to be back on view again soon. Well, Quip makes it easy because they deliver all the oral care essentials I need to care for my mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths. It has a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. It has timed sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute clean. 
It has a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. And with stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine, like their anti-cavity toothpaste that helps prevent cavities. Quip toothpaste comes in natural mint and watermelon flavors with tooth strengthening fluoride, xylitol to help reduce oral bacteria, and a vegan friendly formula in a 100% recyclable plastic tube. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, refillable mouthwash, and sugar-free gum refills every three months, starting at just $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. And if you go to getquip.com slash Dixie right now, you'll get your first refill free. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by tens of thousands of dental professionals, and they have over 20,000 verified five-star reviews. So check out Quip, the good habits company, and tell them I sent you by going to G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Dixie, that's D-I-X-I-E, and you'll get your first refill free. Are you looking for the perfect holiday gift? It's Christmas week. I had somebody contact me. They had decided to gift the person who introduced them to body storytelling the gift of my new storytelling workshop, which starts January 11th. What a perfect gift. They can learn to tell their own stories, learn to understand stories better, and find all the stories in their own life. We always shut ourselves down. And teaching people how to find their stories makes me so happy. This is such a great gift, but space is limited. It starts January 11th through February 8th. That's five sessions midweek. You can probably make this wherever you are. So go to the show notes to find the link and sign up now. Dipsy just dropped multiple chapters of James After Class, starring everyone's favorite college professor. And not just that, Dipsy has well over 500 sexy stories, sleep scenes, and wellness sessions waiting for you to discover. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. They feature believable characters and stories that transport you to a better place. And Dipsy releases new stories every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter what or who turns you on. Plus, Dipsy also has wellness sessions and bedtime soundscapes that help you relax before you drift off to sleep. And best of all, Dipsy offers you unlimited access to their library of hundreds of short, sexy stories. I know you love stories because you listen to this podcast. They know it too. So right now, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash D-I-X-I-E. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P seastories.com slash Dixie. Savor some new sexy stories and practice some self-care. Head over to dipsystories.com right now and tell them I sent you by using the promo code Dixie. Are you ready for a story? Well, recently on Instagram, someone named I.E. Howard sent me a message and it said, Dixie, you're seriously one of my partner Kendall and I's hero. We both have a lot of love for all you do. Your story about the worst sex you've had is a continuous point of joy. 
Listening to that story in the company of other pervs precipitates all kinds of amazing, horrible sex stories. Thank you for all you do, Dixie. Thank you, Kendall and I.E. Howard, for that message. It reminded me that this has been shared on the Risk podcast, but I've never shared it here on Bodies podcast. Thank you to Risk for recording and giving me this story so that I could share it here on my podcast too. And as you're gathered with friends and family this weekend, oh, family, that would be weird. Think about how you'd answer this question. This story is the worst sex ever, and it's by me, Dixie Delator. Hey y'all, how you doing? How many people here like storytelling? This kind of storytelling we're doing right now, there's different kinds. This one is, we call personal narrative storytelling. People telling their own personal stories. And when I first discovered personal narrative storytelling, we could get up in front of our friends and we could talk about all the stuff we've done in our life. I was like, and a light bulb went out. I was like, this is why I did all that crazy shit on the internet. I had no idea. I felt compelled to do it, but I didn't know why. So when I first discovered it, I kind of, you know, I was a sex party producer. I was kind of a dirty girl and it didn't fit most of the shows where I could go and I could tell stories. So I created my own show and I invited, it was a pervert coffee clutch in the beginning. It was, we get together and every month I'd say, we're going to gather and there'll be a theme and then you can get up and tell a story of your own. And I would say, So this month, our theme is gonna be, and I never saw that person again. (laughs) And they go, oh, and I'm like, I thought you had one. And then I'd say, uh, next month, our theme's gonna be, go big or go home. And they go, hmm, and I'm like, yeah, I thought so. So one month, I come up with a theme, and I just send it out to folks saying, next month, The theme of our get-together is going to be the worst sex ever. (laughs) And they get really excited. (laughs) And then it occurs to me, because I'm kind of the person who starts things off, I'm going to have to kick it off with a story of my own. And I don't really think I have a story about the worst sex I ever had. Nothing comes to mind. I mean, there was that guy fucked over on Fillmore Street and he obviously learned how to bang from porn and he jackhammered the shit out of me and I couldn't sit down for a week. And that was bad sex. It wasn't the worst sex ever. And there was that guy who had like five roommates out in the sunset and went over and we had loud, boisterous sex in his room. And when we came out, he high-fived all of his roommates on the way to the front door. And that seemed rude. But I didn't feel like it was the worst sex ever. So the day before our storytelling event, I tell my boss, Sister Mabel, I... I don't even know why that's funny, but it is. 
Sister Mabel, I gotta kick a show off tomorrow night on the worst sex ever, and I don't think I have a story. What am I gonna do? And she says, oh, Dixie, do what you always do. Just get on the internet and put out an ad for it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that always works. I'm going to do that. So I go to my favorite place, Craigslist. (laughs) And I get on and I start typing. Craigslist is amazing because you can type anything. There's no forms. You can write anything. And I have many times. So I read an ad and it says, the worst sex ever. Wanna help? It is imperative that I have terrible, terrible sex in the next 24 hours. And I need your assistance. Please respond. And I post it. And it feels like a million replies come in. My inbox is filling up and I'm just like, oh, wait, I have to figure out how to choose the response to, like, I have always looked for something in particular, but I've never really looked for bad sex before. So I'm not really sure if the objective is the worst sex ever. How do you make a decision? So I close my eyes and I twirl my finger (laughs) and I land on screen on an email and I click it and I open it. And the email says, hi there. I was intrigued by your ad. They're always intrigued by your ad. And my name is Marco, I'm 5'10", swarthy. I've attached my phone number and a photo. I hope to hear from you. And I see that there's an attachment and I click on it. And as it opens, I see that the photo is entitled Hung JPEG. (laughs) What do y'all think that was a picture of? (laughs) It's a picture of his dick. (laughs) And I look at it and He's laying on his back and he's got kind of a hairy stomach. That's really all I can see other than a penis. It's kind of having a pretty good day. I wouldn't have called it hung JPEG. And I sit there and look at it. That kind of, are we, you know. And then it occurs to me, wait a minute. This guy just sent me a picture of his dick entitled hung JPEG. That's some fucking arrogance right there. This has all the makings of the worst sex I'm ever gonna have. (laughs) This here's my guy. (laughs) So I write him back and I'm like, hey there Marco, congratulations, you are the grand prize winner. (laughs) Please send me your address. I'm gonna head out to your house, but you're gonna need to meet me on the street because you might be a serial killer for all I know. He says, okay, he sends me his address. I leave work, I get on the 38 Geary. (laughs) And I head out, when I get to 15th Avenue, I get off and there's this guy I'm seeing for the first time standing at the bus stop. And he looks at me and I look at him and, 
He looks a little bit like if you crossed a chubby Al Pacino with Marmaduke. And I look at him and I go, you don't look like a serial killer, let's go. So he tells me his place is about a block away. We start walking up the street. I asked him about himself. He tells me that he's a car salesman out at the Nissan dealership out in San Bruno and a little bit about himself. And pretty soon we arrive at the door of his very old, very distinguished apartment building. And he lets us into the lobby and then he walks across it and starts heading up a flight of stairs. And I follow him and he starts heading up the second flight and I go behind him and I'm getting pretty winded by this. <laughs> and I'm like, how come your building don't have an elevator? He goes, oh, it's a really old building. It doesn't have an elevator. It's, it's great. I'm like, what floor do you live on? He goes, I live on the fifth floor. <laughs> I'm like, wow. You must be in really good shape. He goes, yeah. I was an athlete in high school. <laughs> and I go, well, I wasn't an athlete in high school. So why don't you head on up to the fifth floor and I'll join you as soon as I can get there. So takes me a while. I huff and a puff on every floor. I eventually make it to the fifth floor and it's really clear where I'm supposed to go because at the end of the hall there's a doorway that's open and I can hear loud almost party music coming out of it. And I step inside the apartment and I look around and it's pretty simple. It's a tiny studio apartment. It's got a bookcase with a bunch of books. It's got a wooden futon, the kind that opens out into a bed, which conveniently has been made to. And there is a TV set across the room that is very loudly playing Speed Racer the movie. <laughs> Have y'all ever listened to Speed Racer the movie? It's like, oh, 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 oh. And I'm like, that was a weird choice. <laughs> And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe he's being polite. He was afraid he'd put me off by putting on porn right off the bat. So he just put on the second best thing, which is gonna be Speed Racer, the movie. <laughs> but it's loud and I say, Marco, could you turn that down a little bit? And he does and I stand in the small apartment and I go over to the futon and I sit down and he stands in the middle of the room and just looks at me and Speed Racer's kind of playing and there's that awkward moment where something's about to happen. But I have never instigated the worst sex I've ever had. So I'm not really sure how to get things started. And after a pause, he just stands there and pretty soon he goes, so do you wanna see it? <laughs> and there are two voices in my head. The Dixie voice goes, oh, you need to get over yourself. <laughs> and the other one, which needs a story in less than 24 hours, says, yeah. <laughs> so he undoes his belt, he hikes his pants down, he pulls everything out, he's got his pants down around his knees, which is a really good look. <laughs> Sticks there, 
kind of half chub. It's okay. He's given me a little Vanna White flourish. not to laugh and I go impressive he's like yeah you like it I'm like yeah let's go I shuck off all my clothes I hand him a condom and a packet of lube I get on my knees doggy style facing out the window on the wooden futon and I wait for him to mount me feel him come behind me he's put the condom on he's used a ton of lube and he goes to slide inside me it's really wet from the lube (laughs) he gets it in about a half an inch and then he stops teetering futon and he goes are you okay Yeah, I'm great. Gives him about a little bit more. He goes, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) He keeps doing that. I don't know who told him this was the biggest dick in the world, but he bought that shit, hook, line, and sinker. up monster cock is going a tiny bit in and a tiny bit out and on one of his backstrokes he slips out of my pussy and slides into my ass just a little bit just a little bit and he goes oh my god are you okay yeah but you know you're not supposed to go back and forth between my two holes so you better stay back there now and he's like what (laughs) he can't believe anybody could take this thing in their butt (laughs) so if it was bad before now it's like an eighth of an inch yeah you're good is it all right i'm like yeah i'm gonna be on this fucking futon when i'm supposed to be telling this story in 24 hours (laughs) he keeps doing it a little bit at a time a little bit at a time and i'm like oh my fucking god are you kidding me so finally i decide it's time to take matters into my own hand so on one of his strokes i rear back and I slam myself, bam! All the way to the hilt in my ass. And from behind me, I hear a high-pitched scream. And he slumps on top of me on that rickety futon. And I'm not sure what's happened. I kind of wait to see if he's going to reveal anything. I think he's come. And there's just this, like, it's, I'm clueless. I can't see what's happening. It's on my back. 
so after a little bit, he pulls out. He gets up off the futon. I'm pointing the other way, and he goes behind me, and he goes into the bathroom, and he shuts the door. And after a minute, I hear the shower go on. And I sit on the wooden futon, looking at Speed Racer on the TV. And I'm like, well, now what? I mean, how do you know when the worst sex you ever had is over? So I sit there naked, leaking lube, waiting to see what's gonna happen. And after a very long time, I hear the shower cut off. And he comes to the doorway, and he stands there, and I turn and I look at him, and I go, are, are we done? And he goes, yeah. So here's the thing. When you reared back like that really hard on me, I tore a hamstring. I'm in excruciating pain right now. I guess you ain't walking me down them five flats of stairs now, are you? <laughs> so we shake hands, porno style. And as I head out of Marco's building, it occurs to me, you know, I never really stipulated who the word sex was actually going to be for, did I? <laughs> Thanks, y'all. I am scary cause I bite back but I know deep down that you are just 
that song that was queen of the freaks by aviva are you ready to unlock your sexuality well right now i've got a special offer for new patreon members you'll receive a custom-made thank you card from me and inside i'll include a golden key to a whole new world along with collectible body stickers plus if you act now you'll get access to every single body live stream replay all for joining Body's Patreon at the $10 a month or higher level. But hurry, this offer expires on December 31st. If you love body storytelling, or sex, and kink, join your own new body friends who will share openly from their own lives, telling you their real-life tales of kink, fetish, polyamory, swinging, sexual exploration, and gender-related stories that will inspire you to make 2022 the year that you make your own adventurous dreams come true. Come chat with me and some of the storytellers featured in the shows or on the podcast. Watch and listen to behind-the-scenes stories and hear these podcast episodes with no commercial interruptions. You know, like this one. Dream about what's coming as you finger that little golden key. You can attach it to your keychain or necklace, flagging your love for sex, kink, gender, and story for all those in our secret society to recognize. Body is all about acceptance and empathy, and I want Patreon to be a place for everyone to share their story, because Body is your very own secret safe space where you can listen, tell, and connect on a deeper level. Discover what joy awaits you in the Body Speakeasy. But hurry, this offer ends soon. Go to patreon.com slash body right now, and we'll see you inside. Well, that's our time for this week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and especially review this podcast. I am aching to get back to five stars, and we're just a tick off of that. You can make the difference. And let's say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to Mosa Maxwell-Smith, David Grossoff, Joe Moore, Donald Mooney, and especially to podcast producer Marty Garcia. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie De La Tour. This has been episode 206 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh,